I'm Andrew Johnson. Welcome to another episode of Office Hours here on Film 101. The calendar turned from January to February this past week, and it seems I'm not cramming as much in for my best of 2023 list. There's variety and comfort in the three films highlighted this week. Hope you'll enjoy the ride. We begin with Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire. What a mouthful. It's the latest from director Zack Snyder, a guy whose films I generally like but don't love, and I'm pretty sure most other people feel the same way about. It's remarkable that he chews up this much of the proverbial discourse given his meh, he's around status, but here we are. Snyder is most famous for 300, a very good remake of Dawn of the Dead, and a bunch of DC Comics fare. He does big, dumb action, often characterized by signature slow-mo sequences, and shallow characters you kind of root for. Rebel Moon is no different in this context. It's big, but because this is a Netflix film, not as big as it should be, and very, very dumb. Like, chat GPT, scramble a bunch of bro-ish films together and make me a script dumb. Sophia Butella and Ed Screen give this film a bit of emotional heft, but I couldn't shake the feeling as I watched that I'm already hoping to see them in something more substantial. If you just can't wait for the Dune sequel, I suppose this suffices, although you could just rewatch the first Dune again. From big and dumb to quaint and lovable and hug huggable, next up this week is Paddington, the 2014 adaptation of the beloved children's storybook. These days, Paddington 2 is all the rage on the internet, and I'm not here to quarrel with that assessment at all. But the first Paddington does much of what its follow-on entry does nearly as well, namely pair this marmalade-guzzling fuzzball with a large man more known for the serious stuff. It's Hugh Bonneville here. It's Brendan Gleeson in the next one. Make 30 or 40 more of these, please. I'd be happy to watch all of them. We watch this on our usual family movie night Friday, and while it's perfect when you have an eight-year-old at home, I could practically picture myself watching it with them when they're 25 and 28, or when they've got kids of their own. Paddington is streaming now on Netflix and Hulu. We end with another family classic, maybe one of the ultimate ones, one that I'll be covering in much more depth on this very website later this week. Raiders of the Lost Ark is the 28th entry in the Film 101 series that gives this whole corner of the internet its name, and I'm quite excited to dig in in depth on what Indy tells us about the boyish conception of what it is to be a great American man. This is one of my very favorite films, and while we're here, allow me to plug Dial of Destiny, which I think has been too quickly cast aside as minor Indy. It's not Raiders what is, but when I think of what this series is supposed to be, I don't find it out of step in the least. The entire set of films on how Indiana Jones makes us feel about what is possible with a bit of nerve and a total unwillingness to give up on your goal. Steven Spielberg set the bar for action and adventure with Raiders of the Lost Ark, and there the bar remains to this day. Raiders of the Lost Ark is streaming on both Disney Plus and Paramount Plus. And that will about do it for office hours for this, the week of January 29th. If anyone asks you to help them find the well of souls over the next few days, head the other direction, and I'll see you back here next week. <laughs> <laughs>